As you know, the On Farm podcast is brought to you by the team at Seen and Heard PR and Marketing. And I just wanted to remind you about a new initiative that's happening here called On Record. On Record is a project to preserve voices, stories and memories for the future with your very own audio recording. So we're recording memories of rural life. We're traveling around Scotland, working with families and organizations to capture precious voices of family members or staff members or long-serving office bearers to preserve those for posterity and sometimes for historical value. So if you think this project is something that you'd like to be involved in and maybe you have a grandparent or a parent that you'd like to capture on audio while you can, please do get in touch. You can find out more at onrecordmemories.co.uk. Hello and welcome to On Farm. This is Anna. And this is Dave. And this is an episode that's been quite a long time in the making. Dave, um, in one sense, I suppose a hundred years. This one is a celebration, Anna. We're marking the centenary of the first ever Young Farmers Club in Scotland. But there's actually another reason it's been a while coming. That's because back in the summer at the Royal Highland Show... Monty and I were asking people to come and find us on site. We were with the excellent Bell Ingram team on their stand just by the main arena, asking people to pitch us ideas for podcasts they thought we should make. We've got Eleanor and Alison with us from the Bell Ingram team. Hello, Monty. We were very pleased when you invited us onto the Bell Ingram stand at the Highland Show. We had a brilliant day. We challenged people to come along and pitch a podcast to us. Tell us about what topics, stories what was happening in their charity, their organisation, etc. Anything that they thought we should do a future podcast on. My name's John Forbes and I'm the Caithness District Young Farmers Chairman. 100 years ago this year, the first Young Farmers Club in Scotland was formed in a wee place called Lanargal in Caithness. They'd seen it, similar things happening in England and America and they thought this would be a good idea for young people to do in Scotland. How does it feel to be 100 years down the line with them? Because actually you're the chairman in the centenary year. That must be quite special. Yeah, it's special, yeah. It's amazing to come to the Highland Show, especially on the Saturday when you've got your national stockmanship competition, the tug-of-war finals, etc. It's a massive day for you guys, representing a massive organisation. You must be so proud that it started in Caithness. Absolutely. It was a competition we held, Pitch-A-Pod, but it was also an excuse to get people to tell us their stories. <laughs> yeah, um, cunning, aren't we? Um, <laughs> uh, uh, John sold his story really well. It was a no-brainer, really. It was the story that we should tell. It won the Pitch-A-Pod competition. And last weekend, I was with Caithness YFC members, past and present, as they unveiled a commemorative stone just before we get any further, a huge thanks to the Royal Highland and Agricultural Society of Scotland, RAS, who supported this episode and made it possible. Now, I started the day by cadging a lift to the celebrations from former Caithness County Chairman, Graham Mackay. We're making our way to Lanargill School, where the first Young Farmers meeting was held. Three... Uh gentlemen pulled together it was a local landowner the headmaster of Lanargal school and one of the county officers which was I think like a depart agri- board agricultural type role and they started the the uh, movement in Lanargal school and actually it's a private house now right it's uh, 
it's going to be in, in somebody's kind of garden that we're, we're doing all this this afternoon. Yes, absolutely, yes. We've uh, got an agreement from the current uh, house <laughs> they, owners. They, they know you're coming. So uh, <laughs> we're, not, we're not just going to descend on them and catch them unawares at their Sunday lunch. Um, I believe that Young Farmers is a fantastic movement. Um, it's one of those movements that's probably under understated uh, out with the agricultural uh, sort of community but you can gain so much from it my philosophy always was you'll only gain from it what you put in but it is a, a fantastic organization and can broaden your horizons globally as well as nationally what does it mean to this area that the first young farmers club was set up here it's uh, you know it's a sense of pride probably a sense of surprise for a lot of folk I mean I'm sure a lot of these younger younger folk don't particularly realize that they this is where it all began but certainly a sense of pride and um, that from a small community something so big could flourish and, and become uh, a very very key part of developing the youth uh, for agricultural in Scotland um, you know it's one of these organizations that uh, you can learn so much and it, it actually puts the the sort of people uh, and the future of agricultural agriculture and even in the, the politics of it all you know there's a lot of, of people that have uh, become members of things like the National Farmers Union and organizations like that and I've developed skills um, that that they, they can use through being a member of the young farmers so yeah I think it's a sense of pride. I'll go in the car park. I just no, don't know what to run for. Oh, thank you for the lift. Not at all. You're welcome back, mate. Hi. <laughs> I need to work off the scones. So there's a few folk gathered already here. It's quite nice to see past and present members here. All familiar faces to you? I guess it's different generations. And yeah, some of the younger ones I have met, I've lost touch. So I'm not sure who they are, but I probably know most of their parents. <laughs> <laughs> There's a banner on the side of a building here. It says Young Farmers in Caithness since 1923. Young Farmers <laughs> logo. Yeah, there's got to be a good 40, 50 people here. I'm going to go and catch up with John because it's John's the whole reason that I'm here in the first place. So I'm going to go. Yeah, you meet meet John as your county chairman at the moment. So can I interrupt your chat, guys? Come to talk to John. You thought you'd done your bit. You thought you'd done your bit at the Highland Show, didn't you? Um, yeah, no, thanks very much for coming along to see us at the Highland Show and recommending that we come and record a podcast here. <laughs> I've got some lovely Caithness weather here for you. <laughs> I was hearing on the radio on the way up that it's pretty much the only part of the UK where it isn't raining at the moment. So, <laughs> God's country, you see. You've managed to gather a good crowd, right? You've managed to gather, what, like, I'm going to say 40, 50 people? Yes, there must be at least that, yeah. What's going to happen? There'll be speeches... Uh, oh, we're coming to be told what's happening now. Well, uh, hopefully we'll be, we're, we're holding fire just a wee minute, just because it's supposed to be 20 past, we're starting. This is Sandy, Sandy Douglas. He's another former county chairman. He's in charge of organising the centenary events. More from him shortly. We'll get a couple of minutes yet, and then introduction, speaker, unveiling stone, vote of thanks, and then back to spittle for tea. 
back to all those scones. Thousands of scones I saw in. <laughs> and how's the rest of the year gone? Because it's not just about today, is it? There's been a, a whole year of commemorative events. I think you told us there was a tractor rally and various other things. Yeah, the, well, we started off the year with a tractor run at Christmas time. The tractors were all decorated with Christmas lights. So yeah, that was a that was a great success. We, we actually came past here with the tractors, past this site. Then in January, I think it was, we held a a quiz, um, just a quiz night to celebrate the anniversary. And then in May there was a um, a rally, all sorts of different competitions, stock judging, sports, um, agri skills, um, halter making sort of stuff, and. Yeah. Today, uh, obviously. Today, today is the next. <laughs> and I think there's going to be a dinner dance as well, right? At there's some a, point. There's a dinner dance. There's going to be a, a ball on the 18th of November. We'll gather a big crowd for that, hopefully. Oh, let me go and record this. Um, young farmers, past and present, and welcome to Laragal School, the birthplace of young farmers in Scotland. Now, I'll likely introduce our guest speaker for today, Mr. Derek Douglas. He's a, he's a past bear young farmer. He said he excelled, I'm speaking of Derek earlier on now, I've known Derek all my life. He is a cousin, my cousin. <laughs> but that wasn't an influence on how he got the, got the job to give this, this speech today, as where allegiances and clubs are, are slightly different. <laughs> now, I was asking Derek a bit about his time in young farmers, and he says he, he was quite successful at district speech making, and he was quite an ac academic doing quizzes and the like. He also enjoyed some of the practical competitions, but he says he still has nightmares about trying to make a halter many years ago. <laughs> so, without further ado, I'll ask Derek to come forward and give his speech. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Lanagos School. For a hundred years ago, the first Young Farmers Club in Scotland was formed. In the spring of 1923, a meeting was held here in the school under the auspices of John Robson Leinegar, John Sutherland, the headmaster here, and Alexander Black, the local advisor with the North of Scotland College of Agriculture. The purpose of the meeting was to gauge interest and to see if anybody wanted to form a Young Farmers Club. About a dozen people put their names forward, so they held a further meeting to elect office bearers and organise activities for the club. The first project organised was to be a pig rearing competition. Ten of the members took part and they had to rear a pig for six months and keep detailed records of weight, feeding and costs. Further club activities were reported in the local papers throughout 1923. And if we read them today, we would see similarities to today's clubs. There were farm visits, stock judging, talks by guest speakers, and at the end of the year, a social and dance. However, a hundred years ago, things were a bit different. The first farm visit was to Major Campbell at Sibster Farm, Halkirk. But to make this trip, the club were given the loan of a motor 
by Captain Swanson from Old Hall, which is just over the hill. When the club went to stock judging at North's farm, one of the classes they judged was Clydesdales, which of course was still an integral part of agriculture life in the 1920s. And at the end of the year dance, a fact which will be a disappointment to many of the young farmers that I know, the only drink served was tea. <laughs> Information for the following years is pretty scarce, but we do know that another project was growing oats and another one was growing potatoes. However, sadly, due to a number of factors, the club folded in 1933. But by this time, more clubs had sprung up through Scotland, and in 1938, the Scottish Association of Young Farmers Clubs was, was formed. I'll conclude now by wishing the young farmers in Scotland all the best for the next 100 years. <laughs> Lately, I asked two of our youngest young farmers now, one from Force Club and one from Bower Club, Alana Ross and Iona Campbell, if they'll come up and unveil the stone. So that was really nice. It was not too showy. It was fairly low-key. And watching Iona and Alana unveil this really impressive stone, this Caithness flagstone, I think we'll hear a bit more about the history of stones and, and, and quarrying in this area. It's quite a key part of this part of the world, something they're quite proud of here in their sort of heritage. So, guys, how was that? Good, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the stone was unveiled by two of the youngest young farmers around at the moment. Um, Iona and Alana, that's right, isn't it? Iona, how are you feeling right now? Proud. Proud, Proud. yeah. And Alana? Proud, well, yeah. Why? Why do you think it matters that something like this gets commemorated? It's just quite an honourable thing that... It started here, and now it's the 100th year. What do you both enjoy about being involved in Young Farmers? Meeting new friends, definitely, yeah. And doing other things like animals and stuff like that. Competitions? Yeah, competitions, yeah. Have you got a favourite competition that you get involved in? Or? No, I don't mind, I'll do anything. <laughs> Stick your hand up for anything, yeah. yeah. What about yourself, Alana? It's just such like a wide variety of things that you're able to do with the Young Farmers. And just meeting new friends, competitions, the rally, it's just, it's a great thing to be part of. Thank you both. Well done. This is nice. Now the stone's been unveiled. There's a good group of people here queuing up to get their photo taken next to it. And you can see, hopefully, how in 100 years' time, this photo that's being taken just now will be alongside the ones that are in Spittle Village Hall. Hello there, yeah, can we have a chat? Yeah, certainly. Tell me your name and um, your involvement in Caithness Young Farmers. Well gone. I joined the Walton Club in 1962 and I went through the club till I was chairman from 1967 to 1969. 
and you're still here and yeah, still very yeah. much involved and active. Yeah. Now, I'm sure that you coming along to an event like this and this sort of celebration has brought to the fore in your mind lots of things that oh, you yeah. got up to when you were a young farmer and, the, right. and the things that you were involved in. The Dolman Up Life for you, there was a, a, a return visit to Lorkney for a weekend every year and then the Orkney young farmers came over the following year. That went on for maybe a, twice I was in Orkney and twice they were over. It then came to a halt about 1966. But uh, there was also the option to go. I was in Argyle on an exchange visit and then the Argyle young farmers came back and we, they, we were put up at a farmhouse in, in Argyle and then it seemed when they came back we put them up. And uh, there's also... Uh, there was one to Aberdeen, and uh, to this day we're still in contact with the old time. If we meet people that we met then, and then in a mark or meet them at a show. This episode of the On Fun podcast is being supported by RAS, the Royal Highland and oh, yes. Agricultural Society of Scotland, of course, run the Highland Show. And you see that. It's very much in evidence every year at the Highland Show, isn't it? People meeting yeah, from yeah, across very, Scotland very who much so. knew each other from the Young Farmers days. That's right. I've, I've been involved in stock judging at the Royal Highland Show. Unfortunately, I never won, <laughs> but I was involved for maybe two years, maybe yeah, three years. That's the taking part that counts. And the team, that's right, aye. The social life it was good, and uh, the Highland Show's an event that I've gone to ever since, really. I haven't missed a lot of years. I've missed some, but I haven't missed a lot. And I was, I'll, I'll still go at this time now, yeah. And it sounds like it really broadened your horizons, as it does oh, for very, so many young farmers. Very much so. Very much so. It took you out about and uh, something to do. And uh, at local level then there was always dances and, you know, everything was, was parties and social life was excellent in a young farmer's movement. Excellent. Your liver didn't thank you for it, but... No, no, I'm here yet. <laughs> 76 years later, I'm still here. <laughs> Listen, thank you so much for the no, chat. Very That's welcome, been sir. great. Thank no you. Problem. You've turned up today in your in your overalls. You've obviously been a busy busy. Yeah, night. we've been working, so uh, we just thought we'd better make an appearance. Um, I was district secretary for eight young farmers here last year in Caithness, and currently treasurer for his district as well now. So just thought we'd better come along and see how it all looked, and it, it looks great in my opinion. It's good. So before we have a chat, just introduce yourself. Tell us your name and uh, my name's Stephen Dunnett. Um, I'm part of Barry Young Farmers. I've been in a club for about seven years now, six, seven years. Um, 100 years is amazing, and it's even better to be having it founded here, basically on our doorsteps. Do you think it makes your involvement with young farmers feel that much more sort of unique, I suppose, oh, having, oh, having this here, this piece of history here? Yeah, definitely. Um, makes us all feel part of it, past and present. You know, like, my parents were in young farmers, and... Even my grandparents were young farmers and now obviously I'm part of it and it is going to keep going for hopefully another hundred years. Oh, I was thinking that as the photos were being taken. Those photos could be on the bicentenary celebration. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And, and another thing that I keep thinking is that things change but they stay the same as well. The very first event that they organised here was a pig fattening competition mm -hmm. and they went on to do stock judging and that mm -hmm. sort of stuff. You do much stock judging yourself with young farmers? Uh, I have done, yeah. Um, I wouldn't say I'm great at it, but I certainly take part in it. That's all you can do is take part. Um, obviously, pig fattening, we don't do that anymore, but we do have an overwintering competition with cattle, which is very similar with your your weight gains and your, your feed and whatnot. And 
keeping a record of it all. So it's good. There's a lot of competitions that were originally done here that are still going today, and it's good. It's good to see, and it's good to be part of as well. Thank you, Stephen. No Thank worries. you very much. Perfect. Cheers. We met at um, the, the Great Glen uh, Challenge. Challenge. Yes, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Remind me of your name, though. I'm sorry. My name's Beth. Beth Douglas. I am the North Region Vice Chair at ACYFC. I am a past secretary of the district, and I'm current secretary of Bower. You got all the hats. Um, yes, <laughs> landed in, landed in it all. <laughs> what does it mean being here today? You know, unveiling this stone. I mean, it's a really special day for everybody in Caithness. There's a lot of families here, different generations, and I think everybody being here together, it means something to everybody that's here. You know, young farmers has been such a big part of the rural community in Caithness and further afield, but to have that little bit of home, you know, it started here, we've got that um, little bit of claim in it now, and it's going just as strong now up here than it was. I think, I'd like to think that we're doing everybody proud, um, all the generations that came before us, uh, and keeping it going as well. It's really special. This is a quieter corner of Scotland. It's not perhaps mm-hmm. where people might have thought that something like this would have got started. Yeah, absolutely. So it's something for you to be proud about and to definitely, shout about. Definitely, um, especially the Young Farmers is such a competitive organisation. You know, to have that little bit say, well, it actually started up with us. It started on our doorstep. You know, it gives us a little bit of a boost to keep it going as well. Definitely. Definitely something to shout about. <laughs> that is brilliant. Thanks so much for your time. Thank, Thanks thank for chatting. Thank you very much for coming. Thank All you. Right. Cheers. Oh, that was great. That was the stone being unveiled. And you can probably hear the cars pulling up back in the car park now at Spittle Village Hall. And we head inside the hall. And there's already a few people here sitting enjoying some tea and cake. My name is Eva Swanson. I was Smith and from primary one to primary seven, I attended Lamagal School, and that closed in 19, about 58, 59. Tell us about your family's connection to this centenary. My father's sister, my auntie Nan, who was obviously Nan Smith, was one of the first 10 young farmers, and she had this pig, and it was a family joke that every, the the pig nearly got inside and she fed everything she could to the pig and she had the first prize for the pig and she had to write an essay on what she'd fed it and the weight gain and all the details that it had to give and she got her prize for her essay as well. So just to make sure I've understood this properly, yes, we're talking here about the My, very first the very Young first Farmers competition. competition in Scotland. At Lamargo. Yes, exactly. And it was won by your aunt. aunt. My father's sister. And she was the first secretary of the club as well. She was Nan Smith. Absolutely brilliant. So I've been asking people what have been their memories and what have been the things that they've thought about while they've been, you know, standing at the unveiling of the stone today. Yes. You've got very personal memories and connections. That it must oh, be absolutely. quite a big day for you. It was a big day. And my husband, who is obviously John Swanson, they lived on a farm quite near Lanagal as well. And he was too old to be a member of the club, my husband. But he was a helper. And he went round, I guess, with, I'm not sure if it was a tractor or a horse and cart, with the scales to the ten people who had pigs to weigh the pigs monthly. 
So that was his involvement with Larnagal. And Mr Sutherland, who was one of the three instigators of the club, he was a second cousin of my grandfather's. What do you think was going on a hundred years ago in this area that meant people decided it was time to set up a young farmers club? What was happening? Oh, big farms and the Mr. Robson at Leiniger, who was one of the three, he had read in a newspaper about a, what did they call it, a three-inch club, I think, in America. And he thought, we could have this. And I, there was a school near him at Leiniger. Well, they've obviously shown no interest. And then when he came to Leiniger to Mr. Sutherland, he was all for it. And Mr. Black, the college advisor, the three of them, managed to set up a club. Yeah. Just introduce yourself, first of all. We heard you earlier making yeah. a speech, but... My name's Derek Douglas. I'm a former member of Bower Young Farmers. I was chairman, secretary and treasurer. And I um, just still have a great interest in the movement. So it's quite nerve-wracking making speeches, isn't it? You're obviously probably feeling quite a lot better now it's done yes, than you were no, when no, you were no, making... I'm actually, I mean, it was bad enough speaking it, but trying to write the speech was even worse. <laughs> we're on about the fifth draft where I got something I was <laughs> happy with. I was really interested to talk to you about the history of all this. Yeah. So, you know, obviously we know that it's the centenary of the Young Farmers Movement. We know that it was, you know, three people started it in the schoolhouse yeah. there. What I'm interested in, though, is why? What was going on at the time that led them to, A, think it was a good idea, and, and B, get it started? Yeah. Well, John Robson, who, who was a farmer at Leinegar, I don't know how they travelled to America, but it seemed it had started in the States. There were these, these clubs that were actually called calf clubs, where I presume that they were rearing calves. And he took an interest and found it, and he tried to find some like-minded people within the county. John Sutherland, who was the headmaster at the Anonical, was very progressive, and he liked to help, help the agriculture movement. Their aim was to improve agriculture workers' um, knowledge of breeding, feeding, because, I mean, agriculture is a huge industry and obviously labour-intensive. Nowadays, there's huge farms with maybe only two or three people working on it, where 100 years ago, you'd have had at least 20 shepherds, horsemen, cattlemen. John Sutherland, the headmaster, was really keen on improving people's lots and he wanted them to know more how they could improve not only what they were doing, but themselves. And I think that was the main, you know, the main, one of the main reasons to get these clubs started. There had already been young farmers going in England, I don't know when, but um, it's just try, trying to find the information is quite difficult. So you have been trying to sort of scratch away trying. at the story. I mean, it's just, just even the social history. If we were going to a farm visit now, we would just jump in the car and go... And yet they had to get a loan of a, of a motor from somebody else. And it was only five miles away they were going. It's all just makes you wonder a different way of life. My name is Sandy Douglas, chairman of the 100th Anniversary Organising Committee. I'm a past district chairman and I was also a former Hawkeye and Farmers Club chairman. It's been a busy day for you, Sandy, and a busy year. 
Yeah, it's been it's been quite a quite an eventful day. Um, quite an early start and getting things set up. Went to Lanargo School, put flags over the stone for the unveiling and put up the banner, and then back home made my sausage rolls, and then back oh, you made the sausage rolls. Oh yeah, I made the sausage rolls. Yeah, well, we had a rally in in July and my first attempt at young farmers baking, and I got first prize for the. Past Young Farmers member sausage rolls, so just a slightly smaller version of it today. Well, I very much enjoyed the sausage rolls, so that's that's great to hear. Well done, thank you. Um, what does it mean today for you, but also for this area more generally? I think it's, it's just uh, to get the stone in place at Lanargill, you know, and the actual birthplace of Young Farmers in Scotland. It was very important to us as a committee you know, it, it had to be recognition. There was a there was a plaque in one of the local halls for the 90th anniversary, but we thought it really had to be on site. We're very fortunate that a, that a gun family that are now living in Lanargo School, um, they've allowed us to express our vision for how we how we wanted it to be displayed. You know, it's it's quite a visual display that can be quite easily seen. Just by passing by car, even you know that when people driving by in the future, you know they'll notice it. They might want to pull up and go back and have a closer look at it. So it's a commemorative stone that's been unveiled, but not just that, Sandy. It is a local Caithness flagstone, something that this area, I understand, is is renowned for. It's a big part of this area's heritage. Yeah, well, I mean, there'll have been there will be quarries, quarry and flagstone in. in in this area of Keithness, for hundreds of years, you know, it's, it's quite an iconic, an iconic substance that is used quite readily on farms. We have this flagstone dykes. As, as you'll have noticed about Keithness, it's, it's kind of rolling hills, it's fairly flat. There's not a lot of natural trees that haven't been planted. So it's quite, and it's, although it was a very calm day today, this would be the exception to the rule, and Keithness is pretty windswept. So these Keithness flagstones that there's probably two feet six so a, Keithness, a flagstone sits above ground level with half as much depth again buried in the ground. But this provides vital shelter for a, for a livestock that keeps them. You know, you know it's a bad day in Keithness because the sheep will all be lined up along the dikes sheltering from the wind. And thinking about that is what's gone into the, the choice of monument that's that's been yeah. chosen yeah i mean it, what we used you know it's a it's an iconic local uh, piece of produce that we were very fortunate with a company northstone that they have all the the laser cutting technology till to do the engraving on the stone and they really interpreted what our vision was for this um i think it's quite a i've made quite a visual impact that i unveiling today Listen, Sandy, really grateful to you. I know it's been a long day. Thanks very much for taking the time to have a chat. That's great. No, I know, worries. <laughs> now, we're coming near to the end of this episode, and there's one person involved in all this who's been dodging me all day. I don't know if she's dodging me or if she's just been so busy, but uh, Avril, first of all, let's get you to just introduce, introduce yourself and tell listeners who you are. Avril Henderson, Secretary of the 100th Anniversary Committee, for my sins. <laughs> 
Secretary, yes, but it also seems to me from watching what you've been up to today, chief organizer, caterer, sorter outer, main person who does all of the things, right? I prefer being in the background, yeah, so that's fine. <laughs> You're absolutely hating being interviewed, aren't you? You're absolutely hating this. But look, it's such a big day and you've been a huge part of making this happen and making it all work, so it wouldn't seem right not to at least catch a few words with you before we finish. Why is this important? What does it mean to to this area to have this celebration today? Well, from the very beginning, we all, from the very first meeting, we all thought that we needed to put something at Lanagult to say that it was the 100 years of Caithness Young Farmers. We've always been proud of the fact that this is where the whole Young Farmers movement started. If you think about a pebble being thrown into a pond or something, and then the ripples that ripple out. What happened here 100 years ago has had a huge impact on people's lives all over Scotland, a, a beneficial impact. There's been, you know, people gone on overseas trips, people met their partners and their spouses and, and had their lives enriched in so many ways. Well, I think we've all grown within ourselves. There's lots of things that we've done within Young Farmers that we would never have done if we weren't in it. A uh, number of folk that you meet and sometimes you like every year when you go to Highland Show you'll meet um, friends that through young farmers and you only meet them at the Highland Show you go to like, over to Orkney and you'll do the same it's just you always are friends and that just sort of sticks so this episode of the podcast is supported by RAS, the Royal Highlands and Agricultural Society of Scotland They're the people behind the Highland Show most listeners will know that but it struck me that's very much in evidence at the Highland Show. You know, there might be people from Caithness, firm friends with people from Galloway, and that's where they meet and that's where they renew those friendships. So, you know, it, it's kind of come full circle there, isn't it? Yeah, very much so. Every show that you go to, you'll meet up with folk that have been, you've met through Young Farmers, either through competitions, with your district competitions, it's local, North Area takes you slightly further, and then if you get to the national finals, then you're in amongst different folk again so you meet folk from all over and then if you go on exchanges or anything like that then again that's different folk that's brilliant avril congratulations to you and the whole committee for organizing today and actually all the other events over the course of the year you've you've had a whole year of celebrations haven't you so we've only got two more events to go which is our dinner dance on the 18th of november and then we've got a tractor run on the 27th of December where we decorate our tractors with Christmas lights so that's another one to look forward to and you started the year with a tractor run as well yes, didn't you so you're yeah. kind of bookending this whole extravaganza with tractor runs Avril thank you so much for your time today uh, that is the end of this episode of the On Farm podcast uh, thanks to everybody here for being very welcoming and, and having me along thank you to RAS for supporting this episode uh, the On Farm podcast is made by the team at Seen and Heard PR and Marketing look us up if you're wanting to get in touch about any comms or marketing related stuff other than that, from Spittle Hall here in Caithness, thanks very much. We'll see you next time.